0: Welcome to episode 11 of The Squadcast, the official podcast of Glasgow Warriors. It is by far and away our coldest episode to date, as seen by the fact that Murphy has abandoned his Tuesday vest today. Wrong. Oh, no, wrong. Oh, it's just covered. It's underneath the hoodie. Oh, there we go. So, for previous listeners, Murphy's gym vest has made an appearance on a couple of episodes so far. Tuesdays. Tuesday vest. In particular. Got to get the guns out for a Tuesday. Absolutely. No. How are you anyway, Murphy? I feel we've skipped into the... The critic uh, of your plumbing yeah, before I'm, actually checking
1: how you are. <laughs> I'm doing great, thanks, but this weather's kind of, it's getting me down, being so cold, waking up in the morning, i been freezing. It was minus nine this morning in the car, yeah. and it's currently minus four.
0: And I mean, you were also at Ravenscraig this morning for, for training, which has its own weather system, I think it's safe to say.
1: Yeah, well, we went there, was it last week we went there? And they left the vents open, and it could have been colder inside than it was outside, but uh, fortunately this week they managed to close the vents, so it was uh, still cold, but it's a lot better than training in the open air here.
0: Good training this morning, though?
1: Very good, yeah. Pretty slick. Boys are ready to go for the weekend. Um, it was obviously a shorter week this week, being at a Friday game, um, so we kind of had to mix our physical day and with our performance day today, so... It was a different kind of schedule that we were running, but um, it was good. Everything, all the skills and all the plays are looking pretty sharp. You touched on Friday night,
0: obviously, our first home European game against Perpignan. Typically, still available at org. Coming off the back of our, our round one win away to Bath, the first time we've ever won at the RIC. Uh yeah, Obviously, you were down there as a, a 24th, man. Are you still 24th? Yeah, I was. Do we, do we yeah. keep going up? Is it 24th, no, no. 25th? Twenty
1: fourth. 24th, 24th yeah. I was a travelling reserve, as they call it.
0: Indeed. As... As your position on the sideline, how? Just give us an overview. I mean, what a, what an atmosphere at the end of the game. I
1: know, hell of an atmosphere. See when Kyle made that tackle right then on that Joe Volcano singer just to get him into touch, and it was literally right in front of the bench. <laughs> we were going wild. Um, I think you can actually see Beast G run up to on with his like big jack on and <laughs> give him a slap on the back. But yeah, that was a pretty cool atmosphere because obviously it was like ninety percent Bath fans. Yeah. We were going wild on the touchline, and everybody else was silent. So it was a yeah, it was that was a great win, um, chuff for the boys, um, and I'm sure as you're about to allude on to, we've got a
0: match winner in front of us. Well, I was just going to say, obviously you were talking about all the boys on the bench going wild. I think that probably the one person in the entire group that wasn't going too wild was the man focusing on his next job, which is our newest warrior, officially our newest warrior, yeah. the latest version. Guys,
1: three
2: fifty. Thanks 350. for having me. Yeah, Warrior three fifty. Yeah, You're just
1: going to say that every time you introduce <laughs> yourself to somebody. <laughs> next nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: no, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, down at the wreck, incredible. The crowd was on top of you. And then got on for the last little bit to close out
0: the game with the boys. And um, yeah, we did our job. Chucked a couple darts. Yep. I was gonna say, j- just talk us through that last one, obviously, 79 minutes and 40 seconds, or whatever it was. You're in 30 metres out from your own line yeah, on your I- own throw.
2: And then we also had Wilson had just come off injured as well, so Walter had come on into the pack. um, add a little bit of
1: size to the pack. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) We were going to go six-man line it, but then obviously the big man doesn't jump very well. So uh, (laughs) we went down to five, and Richie obviously controlled it easy enough, made a good call, got them to go up when we were dummying and then throw it on him unmarked and close out the game easy enough.
0: And just another one of our debutants, Cameron Neild. The man, I mean, again, I've watched the replay several times and Sean Kennedy has a pass to Duncan Weir <laughs> yeah. and gives it to Cam Neal to kick <laughs> off the pitch. I mean, it's a heck of a kick from him as well. I don't think that's ever going to be an option we're going to run for on a regular basis. No, he didn't
1: he didn't even think about just kicking it off, you know, just into the standing horse. He put it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it right up in the air as well. Yeah, I was, was like, oh
2: God, is this even going to go out? Yeah, if
1: that was a windy day, that could have come back into <laughs> into play. Um, oh, no. It was quite fitting for him to kick it off in his debut. Same mm-hmm. as Jack Mann having yeah. a...
0: Hell of a game! Big shift from from both of those boys in the back row. Yeah. Gus, I know we were talking a little bit before about the fact. Joe said your your family down at the wreck. It must have made it a little bit extra special for you.
2: Yeah, definitely. My dad, um, my dad, and my brother. My brother lives in London, so um, my dad flew down and they tra- travelled across, um, which made it even more special. Um, I used to come to Warriors games with my dad and my brother. Like my brother was at uni in Glasgow, so um, yeah, we I used to come down with him and watch watch games all the time. So. Um, yeah, it was really a great day. Made it really special. They were proud of me, so no, I was really happy. And then the next day, my dad got stuck at the airport for four <laughs> hours. Um, Simon, flight got cancelled, so he got another day in London. But he's back home now, so that uh, <laughs> nah, was, was good. I
0: was gonna say, we're talking about being perfect, obviously you guys go way back. Yeah, back. we do. Yeah, yeah me yeah. and Murph, right from P
2: one, pretty or, much uh, playing tag rugby at Dundee, Dundee Eagles, and
0: then. Um, was it actual tag or was it one of those games of tag rugby where we accidental contact comes into play a few so, times?
2: So, yeah, we were, we were a weird age, though, because we did contact for a while and then they changed it to, like, you weren't allowed yeah. to do contact. So then we were already doing it and then stopped for, like, a year or so in, like, primary four or something like that and then went back into it.
1: Oh, okay. uh, fair enough. We had a undefeated season in primary... Six Six maybe. or something I had a Mohican And Gus played uh, Played scrum half So Close scrum half Back in the day yeah. And then he found the Biscuit tin And there he's <laughs> <hooker>. <laughs> Moved
0: Slowly down Into um, the front row Yeah I think we glossed over The fact that you just Admitted you had a Mohican At oh, that Mark point Like some had, back That was my thing. dad's fault
1: My dad was also the coach When uh, we had that Undefeated season um, Alright So shout out to Neil Family affair Um <laughs> But yeah, I've had some stinking haircuts over the years. <laughs> like, I've had a full skinhead. For majority of.
2: I was going to say, you, you had. For like the majority most of my of
1: youth, I was full skinhead. And then, every now and again, when I went to spice it up, I went for a full <laughs> mohawk. And some. It was, it was again, it was it my was dad. It was always
2: closer to the end of the season. You summer. Always, yeah, summer. That's what that's I, what I Going knew. on
1: holiday, you want to look good. So, <laughs> I'd usually be. Again, it was my dad that cut my hair. And <laughs> I think every so often. In the Mohawk, you'd see, would always start in the middle, and then, then it would be drifting down the left-hand <laughs> side or the right-hand side. But, um, yeah, uh, Gus and I go back a fair bit. Yeah,
0: I mean, the rest of this podcast is going to have to go a fair way to live up to your hairstyle choices, but I think we'd probably yeah, some make shockers. a crack on it. Anyway, for those of you who are first-time listeners to the Squadcast, first of all, where have you been for the last 11 episodes? Secondly, we will remind you on how this works. Um, on the table in front of us, we've got our festive edition today. Um, it's our festive edition Glasgow Warriors Santa available from the Scottish Rugby Store at Marquise at Scotston and on Queen Street, and indeed at BT Murrayfield as well, if you happen to be a Glasgow Warriors supporter in the EH postcode. In that hat, we have a selection of finely prepared scenarios, all of which relating to your Glasgow Warriors teammates. Gus, yes, your job as Warrior 350 and today's guest is to keep us entertained. He's no already dived straight in there. I was going to ask how he, if he's ready, but he's, he's already... Well, this is an easy
2: one. We've just been speaking about it. Which teammate do you know the longest? Indeed. Yeah. And where do we meet? So that's me and Murph. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Eagles. <laughs> Eagles when we were younger playing rugby. Uh, next.
1: <laughs> Favourite non-playing member of
0: Glasgow Warriors? Oh,
2: Favourite non-playing member of Glasgow Warriors.
0: Now, this can be literally anybody. This can be coach, this can be groundsman, kit man... John Manson, the team manager, if you want to get in his good books. <laughs> <laughs> anybody in the upstairs team, I'm not going to throw myself here because, you know, I'm not that kind of guy. Um, but, yeah, any, anybody at all, I Um
1: I think on a whole, we're pretty lucky. We've yeah. got a decent background staff. I say background, they're very much the, in the forefront of it as well. But, um,
2: you can always go for Stu Dow. He's an easy choice, always uh, easy to Archable. make fun of or have a good <laughs> chat with.
1: He's also a very keen listener of this podcast, so be careful. So we'll we'll enjoy that one. I'll
2: keep it. um, uh.
1: Studow's a great show. He does his job well. He sorts the boys out. Unless it's
2: driving, then he has an absolute nightmare.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's (laughs) been (laughs) sorting Darjo. Well, saying that, he sorted Rufus out with driving lessons and tests and Rufus passed, which is... Oh, did he? Which is (laughs) unbelievable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All things considering, and I will never set foot in Rufus's car. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Stu though, sorts the boys out pretty well, and he's a, overall a, a, a great guy. Yeah. Loves his car racing as well, so if he you does. ever speak to
2: Stuart, ask him about his room. he's just got a new one, and he's really excited about it. He's like a child. But with uh, Vans, he's not had so much good uh, good luck. No! He's taken two tires off two different... Fans, yeah. One in South Africa and then oh yeah. One when we were, where were we going? Inverness. Here, Inverness and he was driving the boys and the, the tire exploded. But um,
1: I heard that he just kept driving on, thinking it wasn't. It was nothing. Was yeah. nothing.
2: Turns out the whole wheel left the rim. I don't want to be that guy sucking up to the coaches, so <laughs> I'm going to leave them out of that. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, it could be. I mean, you could go to Alan just say uh, you try and angle for a pay rise. Like you'd be there. Yeah. New contract, please. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Next, Gus, on Next up, you. That, who's got the best boot or shoe collection? Oh. Boots, Donkey Weir. Yeah. He's got, we've got lockers outside in the tunnel um, in Scottston and he's taken up three of them full of boots. There must be about 10 different pairs of boots in there, all Ranges, eight, um, Nike, Adidas, Asics, everything. He loves a classic. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of boots. Um, so yeah. definitely, I would go for him yeah. for boots. Shoes, I'm not too sure to Dunk, be
1: honest. On the donkey point, he's not afraid about spending quite on a pair of boots. Yeah. He's bought like the ret, like full on retro old preds from like 2002, and they're very smart. I'm very jealous because unfortunately, they do not make them in my
0: size. Um. <laughs> But yeah, Dunkey's got probably the coolest boot collection. I do remember we did a previous piece of content. I can't remember exactly where it was, but his answer to that was just classic Preds, Yeah, which I feel probably sums him up on that front. Yeah, Yeah. he is a very retro player. But again, if he kicks a penalty like he did on Saturday, carry on, Donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on.
2: Uh, Shoe collection. Shoe collection. I'm not sure who owns them all, but then Tom in um, the academy, he's the plug. He'll go and buy you some if you want, and he'll research and sort if you want to special.
0: Yeah. of murphy can you just have a go at saying his last name again <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that's why i didn't say it to be honest <laughs> so to, tom bannett vala our academy Bannett-Valla, prop. Bannett-Valla, i think yeah. it may have actually been edited out of last week's podcast but murphy during a recording absolutely butchered that name <laughs> yeah, yeah. i've probably still got the recording somewhere so stay tuned for the best a best of bloopers. the squadcast. yeah, yeah but no bloopers. so he is he selling them or is it is his own so i think it? he'll go and Find them if you got, like, them for yeah, you. He'll them for you if
2: you at if you've a got like, a rare uh, <laughs> pair that you want or something like that. He's the man to go to. All right. And with PlayStation's and stuff like that as well. Does he make them in your size, Murphy? I don't know.
1: I'll have to. I haven't actually approached them, but I'll need to because I'm in the market for a new pair. I've currently got a hole in these. I don't know if you can see. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: well, yeah. No, that's a pretty significant yeah, hole. Yeah, so I've got a hole shoes. in my
1: shoes. So <laughs> I was going to ask Santa for Christmas for a new pair, but um, I'm just going to source them myself at some point. Um, but I'd, I'm trying to think of some people that have actually got a collection. I know Sintu has been walking about in his new shoes of a brand that we can't mm, mention. Maybe. But um,
0: sorry, I think Gus mentioned about five brands of boots earlier, so it's oh, fine. Well, you're not allowed to. No, oh, you're fine. Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> um, so when we get into leisurewear kit, they were not allowed to mention anything. Uh, okay, <laughs> I
2: <I'll> get you. <laughs> um, I've seen Kev have a. Few pairs of nice shoes. Um, I saw he had a pair sent here that he was keeping to sell or something like that. But, yeah. um, no, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Who
1: else? I know Xander just gets sent shoes like <laughs> like once every week. Um, speaking on the shoes, there's a bit of a shoe gate happening in Scottston just now. Shoe gate? There's a shoe gate. Um, Do tell. So, Richie. <laughs> has had a pair of shoes ordered to yeah. Scotson. Yeah. I don't know if it's his representatives have sent him, sent him this or he's ordered them himself. But he, he got them sent here and then I think, I don't know the exact details. Um, but he said that, must have been a week later, he, they had said they'd arrived but he couldn't find them and he went to go upstairs into the offices, found his box and there was an old pair of shoes in there. <laughs> so he was like, right, what's going on here? And then we're on a away trip. I can't remember where it was. Zebra away. Zebra away. Yeah. There it was. And who's who's wearing them? Big Al.
0: Oh. Al
1: Kellex worn his trainers to Zebra <laughs> and not said a word to him. And Richie didn't know if he was having a laugh or if he genuinely just <laughs> decided to take his shoes. So I know Richie wasn't very happy about that. So that's the current shoe gate, And I'm unsure if he's got them back
2: yet. Unsure yeah, if it's resolved. Bit of a bizarre one. I didn't... I, Didn't know that until somebody told me when we got back, but I was a bit... He was not happy.
1: Moving on. Who would you most like to replace in a game?
0: As in... So this question is, you can pick any player, any position... To get subbed on for. To to be subbed on for in the closing stages of a game. Which, we go full high school rugby where you can take your choice positions.
2: (laughs) Um... Well, no, I think the safe option would be my own position. But if yeah, I bro. could
0: choose <laughs> Fancy any sales. position on the
2: pitch to play, <laughs> it would be in the back, so I wouldn't have to be a forward. <laughs> yeah, too right. But um,
0: do you back yourself to carry on from your old scrum half days? Or are well, you looking a bit further nine, out?
2: Maybe a bit much running for nine. But um, I'd take a couple crash balls in the centre, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I reckon um, 10 would be good fun. I'd love to play 10, just for a game. Put it on the toe.
1: Yeah, like just taking – just to kick – just love, one kick. I, I, yeah, I just love the kick in a game. Go all tag for a long. Yeah. yeah, but to like just yeah to be able to like just pin cross fields and stuff. <laughs> that's
0: a dream. Is Rufus prepared for you to try and pin cross fields to him and just I hope so. go wherever they He's go? He's quick goes. enough. Yeah, to be
2: able
0: to it's probably quite an apt question to ask, given that we touched on earlier Walter coming into the back row and. On Saturday. Yeah, uh, I don't, again, I don't think we touched on the the, the carry he made right to the death, just nice little bit of footwork and yeah, he <laughs> I think he was through. the
2: most important carry of the game. Yeah, yeah, I think he said he was he was
1: choking <laughs> to get a carry or get some sort of um
2: get his hands on the ball. Yeah. And
1: he said he was like, Move over, I'm 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 gonna be here, <laughs> give it to me, give it to me and uh
2: Yeah, he stepped up. That's better, he was trying to score.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. He was go- he was going the full 80 meters. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon he could
1: Easily transfer to back row.
0: Oh, yeah, I think so.
2: Well, I remember... Powerful for it. See him in training today? Yeah. When he got um, drafted to Sterling for uh, Super 6, I remember all the boys just presumed that he was a big number eight. And when (laughs) we were uh, were setting up for uh, a kickoff restart and he was standing in the winger position, everybody was looking around like, what is this boy doing? Where is he standing? But um, on that, who's played in other positions? Fez. He came on again yeah, on, on the wing right. against Leinster, Leinster. so yeah. uh, and he would, he did alright he got a few carries there and uh, there was one when he wasn't in the backfield but it's not his fault <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but um, um, he likes yeah. a
0: good wee stint on, on the wing I, I on his debut he came on and was, was carrying a few balls in the wide channel yeah, well. he was in, in the wide channel
2: just stomping yeah. down the wing he likes that does Fez you but, yeah. and Ferry
0: for those of us yeah.
2: but no I don't think there's
0: been many other
2: people but
1: I remember back in the good old days. Fuzzy. Fuzzy playing on the wing. Chris Center. Yeah, he used to
2: always jump on the backs if if needed. He did a hell of a job.
0: I remember just touching on the Sterling County point. I remember going to see, it was, I think it was County against Hoyk in a cup semi-final that Fuzzy and Nico were both playing for Sterling. <laughs> and Nico did Nico things. And yeah, Fuzzy, yeah. with about 10 minutes to go, just picked off an interception from about 60 metres out and was running in. And you're like, aye, okay. <laughs> you're an open side and you're playing like a fullback. Let's go. Yeah. Fuzzy was some, unreal. No. I remember the first time
1: I ever played ever trained with Warriors um, I got a nice introduction from Fuzzy um,
2: you know, I remember this as well
1: actually <laughs> It was at Ravenscraig yeah. as well um, Just usual running through team plays I was in the like, opposition so to speak um, And it was when Kaleem barrett was here as well mm-hmm. um, He got touched or scragged, and he was obviously meant to go down, but then he passed me the ball. I was just off his shoulder, and I got absolutely leveled by Fuzzy, like, <laughs> like full <laughs> <He> on. absolutely <laughs> took you out. It I was, like, horizontal. I wind.
2: remember I was, I think I was on, like, I was at the sideline, like, waiting to switch in, and I remember seeing it, and my <laughs> just got absolutely leveled with my <laughs> like legs in the air, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> All the wind left my body,
1: and... I remember standing up, like trying to catch my breath, and Fuzzy's like, that's why you take a touch when you touch. And I was like, I was not happy with Kaleem after he <laughs> passed me that ball.
2: Which teammate are you inviting to your
0: dinner party? How do we think? Um, <laughs> I feel like the safe option for the pair of you is just each other. Yeah, it could be easy, but we yeah. spent, in the road. we've had plenty of dinner
2: parties together when we yeah. lived together, so um, spice it up. <laughs> no no offence, Mark. <laughs> right, Change it up a little bit. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> who would you like to? Who would I like? Out the squad. Try to think who's like a good cook who would cook me a, a good meal if I was uh, going to theirs. It, Domingo urine.
1: or Seb? Oh, really? One of them is a really good cook and one doesn't cook at all, but I can't remember <laughs> which one <laughs> is. Um, I think Seb is the chef and Domingo just leaves his missus to the cooking. I would probably go, Seba. Just but Argentinian. Yeah, if
2: you go Argentina, I would take. I well, I would go for Enrique and hope that his Mrs. brings
0: oh, some yeah. pastries. That is a good point. That was yeah.
1: dangerous last season.
0: Um, we may want to elaborate on that because people are just going to wonder what yeah, on earth we're talking about there. But
2: yeah. I don't know, Was it after wins or was it just after? No, Enrique.
0: Just... So Enrique's now
1: wife um, yeah. is an unbelievable. Is it, Bacon,
2: yeah, bacon. Yeah, she's a, she's oh, a. Baker. she would do like classic Argentinian yeah, like, tra- like, traditional pastries and like, dolce de leche. And, yeah, oh, they were so good. It was
1: unbelievable. You would bring about, them and
2: just put them in the kitchen, and boys would just. It would disappear Yeah, they would gone very quickly. I remember but.
1: Killian wasn't very happy, he wasn't very happy when he saw, about three, boxes turn up in the kitchen and then vanish within, <laughs> twenty minutes. But yeah, that was, unbelievable. So, yeah, that's a great show. Argentinians all seem to be yeah. pretty good culinary skills. Um, what's it? I was, I'm trying to like, figure out who's got like a nice foreign cuisine. Like Australians? Not really.
2: Kiwis? Barbecue's. You go South African, you could get a, a braai with the saffas. You could go Nathan and JP and Sintu. Yeah. And Allendale. Yeah. JP talk about it a lot. Yeah. Him and Nath. I think they've had, well when it was sunny, not now obviously, but they oh, used to- Kebel or Shug. Oh as yeah. Well. They used to um, have a bra quite a bit, but yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go Seba. You choose who you want to choose. I'm going to go Enrique just get those pastries back. They were amazing. Nice. <laughs> We've got time for another one? i will got one more.
0: Nice. And then that will be you boys off into the wintry wonderland. <laughs> for the rest of the day.
1: Who has the
2: smelliest kit bag? (laughs) Smelliest kit bag. Uh, Name and shame time. I'm going to drop a minute here. (laughs) Alex Samuels. The man, he's not consistently always got a smelly kit bag, but for the last couple of sessions, he'd forgot. We have to wear our, um, if we're not wearing our contact jerseys, you have to wear a GPS vest underneath your T-shirts so the GPS doesn't, like move around and you get the right stats. And he forgot to wash his GPS bib twice and oh it was God the most disgusting smelling thing in the world. But consistently he's not smelly. No, but he's a messy... Like, his area? Yeah, his area in the changing room is messy. You don't want to be sitting next to him because you'll be taking his kit home all the time. <laughs> he just throws it in everywhere. But um, yeah, I'd probably say him.
1: Yeah, Everyone... I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head that has a smelly bag. <laughs> I mean, that's good in um, a way.
0: Yeah. Not for this question, but in no, general life true. and um, sanitize- sanitation. Yeah, everyone
1: seems pretty well drilled in terms of getting their washing done.
0: Um, yeah. That would yeah, be that. I it's <laughs> no, I mean, it's a, it's a unanimous decision by virtue of the fact that that was. You've the, outed, you voted Alex
2: anyway. It so. was just the, I, <laughs> I feel bad now, It was just the one off like You really uh, need to get that off it, your no, chest as no, well no, it, was just, it was literally just two sessions where he, he even admitted he was like I was about to yes. say a naughty word there <laughs> but oh no, I've uh, forgot to wash my GPS vest yeah. he knew it and he told everyone and we were all like, oh Christ
1: but, <laughs> Would you admit it or would you just try and keep it quiet?
2: Oh, that depends how bad it, it is <laughs> yeah, It really depends how bad it is but yeah probably admit it, I'd just be
0: like, oh, "Oops, yeah, no. <laughs> dead and oopsie. And on that, I, I don't even know, on that note, I don't know how <laughs> I would describe that note, but on that note, that will do us for episode 11 of the squad, Gus, Thank you very much to both Gus and Murphy. Thank you for having me. See Bye. you both, I mean, I'll see you both before this week, but see you both on Friday. for Friday night, 8pm. <laughs> as we take on Perpignan in round two of the Challenge Cup, as we said at the top of the row, tickets still available at GlasgowWarriors.org. Go buy your tickets and make some noise and help us keep warm because it's going to be a cold one. Anyway, we'll be back at this time next week for what will be our last one before the probably the new year, I would imagine, actually, just with the way the Christmas, and- Christmas break falls. Um, so stay tuned for that one. But yes, Christmas special, is it? Hey, stay tuned. Yep. You never know. We'll find out. Anyway, he's been Murphy Walker. He's been Angus Fraser. I've been Craig Wright. And this has been the Glasgow Warriors Squadcast.